Okay, are, are we ready? <laughs> here, here we go. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. It is. It's got better since it's the last one. Well, it's. I've been practicing a lot. <laughs> we, we haven't podcasted in a while. I've just been playing xylophone. Welcome, people. Scott and Jane's show. Yes, here we are again. Hello, it's been a while. The sun is out finally. It is. I, I, I think it was. The sun wasn't out the last time we did no, this. No, it really wasn't. Yeah. Um, and the last one we did was music. It was. And we had a really good response. People were like, oh my God, you've reminded me of loads of stuff that I've forgotten yeah. about. Yeah. People were reminiscing. They were. Drinking they, whiskey. They were. And we ha- I, I, I had lots of good conversations with people about, oh, why did you pick that? Or why didn't you pick this or mm. that? So it was good. So I, th- I think today we'll kind of fit in with that. Yeah. I also had the whole, oh, damn, I should have picked that. Yeah. I think we, to be honest, I think we could have talked for hours. <laughs> <laughs> we could have just it, that could just be our podcast it's people don't know the hours of conversation we have before this podcast yeah this i'd like to say this is like a, a best of part of the conversation it's more just a random slice because <laughs> you know today's a good example we, uh, we talked for a while and go oh we should probably record this thing i love it and we'll keep talking so we've done books yeah we've done music uh, and now we're on films. Films. Maybe we should do like color next time. Color. What's your What's your favorite <laughs> color? Green. Oh, gosh. Well, that, tick that box. We don't do that podcast. <laughs> That'll be a great podcast. <laughs> which uh, co- Which shade of green, Jay? Uh, Kelly, actually. Kelly. Kelly green. Is that? It's the real deep dark. Is that like British racing green? Yeah, uh, a little bit lighter than that. It's usually on VWs that you'll see ah. around, but it was okay. created for Grace Kelly, in fact. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. You there learn you something every day. No. Okay. But we're going to talk about movies today. We are. And um, movies um, movies to me are, I love, still love going to the cinema. Got a little bit addicted to going to Dorothy Brown's um, mm. a couple of years ago mm-hmm. on my own. And mm-hmm. I was going two or three times a week. Yeah. The bank rang me up and said, you need to stop doing Wow. That. Wow. I'm sure Dorothy Brown's didn't ring I you know. up and say stop. But I love the whole just going. Um, it was a huge thing for me when I was little. My mm. dad loves films. My parents love films. It was a Sunday afternoon thing, mm-hmm. constantly going to the movies and watching, getting DVDs and movies out. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was huge. I think one thing I love about the f- going to the movies now, especially now, is you can't multitask at the cinema. No. Like you can't, it is just not a good look to have your phone out it's and be really not. tweeting or, you know, because now if I sit, you know, even though I'm pretty addicted to Netflix, if I sit and watch a movie, I'm still doing something on my phone. There's probably a laptop there. But when you go to the cinema, you're just doing that. Yeah. Which is really nice. And yeah, I, I love going to the cinema on my own, too. I do. And some people still look at me and go, ooh, it's a bit weird. But actually, more and more people are going, oh, my God, so do I. You can eat what you want. You don't have to share it with anyone. You don't talk to anyone. Yeah. Um, and you can actually go and see all those films that you don't want, naturally want to tell anyone that you're going to see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the breakup with Jennifer Aniston. I went on my own. Didn't really? want to tell anyone. Well, <laughs> See, that's interesting because if I wasn't in, in the going into the breakup with Jennifer Aniston <laughs> and I looked and I and I saw Jane sitting by herself, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's a bad night. Is she in a tough place? <laughs> Does she need a friend? But there are some movies you don't want to tell anyone about. We'll talk about more about that later. But yes. um, there are some that you wouldn't freely admit at no. a cocktail party. No, which is what we're going to do tonight. <laughs> No, so we, we thought, you know, we could just sit and talk shit about movies for, for hours, but we thought, let, let's sort of compartmentalize this. So we, we gave ourselves, as we like to do, a bit of a challenge, a bit of a few categories to go through. So we're going to talk about some different categories of film that connect to us. So I'm going to let Jane start us off oh with her God. first film she's going to talk about <laughs> in the category of her choosing. Category is um, a film that you've probably not seen. 
Um, and I picked, and I never know how to say it, but um, it's it looks like Das Boot. Mm-hmm. Das, Bo- Boot. das Boot. It's a German film. Um, I saw it a long time ago. It's about three and a half hours long, so you might have to separate it. Basically, it's set in the Second World War, and it's from the German point of view on a submarine. So um, the whole most, well, I'd say 95% of the film is on a s- one submarine. So you can imagine how that feels. Claustrophobic. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, a lot of the um, men on this boat are 16, 17, mm-hmm. and they're going to war. And it's terrifying. Have you seen it? I have not. It's be, it's been on my must see list for a long it's time. It's a beautiful film, and there's a guy in it. The main guy is actually a really famous guy, but ca- I can never remember his name. Carl something. He's in lots of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's been in a James Bond film. Anyway, um, but he's it's he was in King Kong as well. You that well done. Um, it's long. You should persevere. You might have to do it over two nights. But the intensity of how terrifying it is being stuck on this boat and Mm -hmm. it's hot and sweaty and they smell and they're all missing their homes. And the Mm -hmm. fact that it's from the German side Mm. point of view and there's a point in it where they come across um, English, other English um, naval men. um, And there's a point where they, there's a point in the film where they look at each other and they're just men, scared men on a boat. Ah. And they want to go home. And Interesting. And it's a breaking up. Wow. <laughs> um, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's one of those films that it's, even though I haven't seen it, it's It's totally iconic for, for being, you know, a, a, a film about war, but from a different point of view. Because yeah. I think we see so many films about war that are from a very... Um, quite narrow. American often. Yeah. 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 But no, it's it's amazing. And it's just gone on to Netflix. Yes, I did see that as well. There, there, there you go. Yeah. I, I know I know even though I haven't seen this film, I know an interesting bit of trivia f- about Das Boot. Ooh. The submarine from Das Boot is the same submarine at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. OMG. Yep. See? Not just a pretty thing. No. So you've learned so far, <laughs> l- listeners, you've learned about the submarine in Das Boot <laughs> and what shade of green Kelly is. Go forth and watch. That's right. Okay, so over to you. My pick for a film that you probably haven't seen um, is a very peculiar film called Frank. 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 Frank is about a musical performer who wears a large cartoon helmet. Oh, it's about Frank Sidebottom. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of vaguely about the real person. We can you can explain yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it stars Michael Fassbender. As this very odd musician who wears um, a cartoon head over his own head that he never ever takes off, um, and uh, at the start of the film, the film opens um, with uh, the band all going to this. I think they're they're oh, the main character guy is another. I'm explaining this really badly. I know. Um, but uh, the keyboard player from their band tries to drown himself in the sea, and walking past is another musician who happens to be a keyboard player um and as this first keyboard player is trying to drown himself in the sea the rest of the band says hey do you play music do you want to join our band and then it becomes the story of this guy joining their crazy artistic rock band (laughs) and then going off into the um onto a farm in ireland to make an album um living sequestered living for like a year um and it's just utterly bizarre but totally beautiful and inspiring. And is that on Netflix? It is on I think Netflix. I've asked because Frank Sidebottom was a character 
um, from the kind of the late 80s, early 90s in the Manchester indie scene. So he was always on um, music shows and he wore this big cardboard head. Yeah. And I'm not too sure about much more of it, but he was a, m- a proper Mancunian. Mm-hmm. I think he might have been from Salford, which is a tiny little place just outside mm-hmm. of Manchester. Mm-hmm. And um, very bizarre. Yeah. Um, so I will have to look at that. Yeah, th- it's, it's based upon that and sort of extrapolated to modern times. So in- instead of being on on television there, it's they're all headed to South by Southwest and stuff. So. Mm. But it's very well done. Very, very good music and a, and a really interesting insight into the weird indie rock scene <laughs> but definitely worth a look anyways next category um guilty pleasure point break <laughs> wow <laughs> i bet loads of people are nodding there yeah i've seen it so many times i was obsessed with keanu reeves when i was what well, we are about 12 Bo- boys and girls like were obsessed with keanu reeves yeah um and i Watched it again, probably about a year ago, and was like, this is such an amazing film. It is so good. It's have so good. Have you seen the remake of it? I've refused. I as well refuse to, to watch see the that. remake. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, you can't take away um, how goofy he is and how amazingly beautiful Patrick Swayze was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, amazing. And I wanted to be her. So yeah, much. I I have an I have a really interesting Point Break story. <laughs> well, I find it interesting. <laughs> Are you in it? <laughs> uh, I am in Point Break. Um, no, many years ago, uh, I was in Hawaii and I I decided I wanted to learn to surf. So I go down to the beach and I take like a surfing lesson, and uh, I learn to surf for the day. and And I'm I'm pretty terrible, but you know I come back to the youth hostel at the end of the night, going, Yeah, I've learned to surf. This is amazing. This has totally changed my life. And I go into the TV room. And as I walk in, the opening scene of Point Break starts on the TV. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this is a sign. (laughs) This is a sign from the movie gods that I'm meant to be a surfer. So I sit there, and I'm, like, watching it, and I'm just, like, I'm connecting to it in this whole new way because I'm a surfer now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And then it's, like, three quarters of the way through, like, almost at the big climactic end. um, And someone walks in the TV room, and they go, oh. Point Break again? They show this every single night in this hostel. Ah, I'm just like, oh. Gutted. Gutted. <laughs> I'll go back to my normal job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then years later, I ended up working for a ski magazine, and there's a surfing magazine. Surfer magazine was based in the same building. Um, so the most quoted film ever, all time, within that building was Point Break. Oh, yeah, I know the whole thing. I can quote the whole film. It's great. Yeah. Uh, it would be fun to do as like a radio play. Or like a, a, s- yeah. a live read of Point Break. Yeah, quarterback punk. <laughs> <laughs> Pappas, Angelo Pappas. I'll stop now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Gary Busey. Um, okay, my 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 guilty pleasure, which is uh, again, I think, will be reasonably connect to other people, uh, is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ah, uh, that's not guilty. That's awesome. Yeah, I I don't know. Do you so think some people go? Ooh. I think it depends how old you are. Yeah. Some people might not connect to it. I'm not sure. But I, I I saw that movie when I was a kid and really, really loved it. And to me, that was like the paradigm of what a good day should be. Yeah. And sort of how cool people are supposed to act. Because what, what did... I know he's done stuff after, but mm-hmm. he never really had a... He never really had another hit or another... He didn't climb the ladder, really, did no, he? No, not really. I think you sort of get... in. He, it was such an iconic role that you can't sort of get beyond that. You just end up doing the same yeah. thing. Over and over again. So good, though. Charlie Sheen's in that at the very end. Oh, he is with his sister. 
Yes. He meets his sister at the police station. Yeah, and apparently he'd like to to for Charlie Sheen to look like he'd done drugs. He stayed up for four days straight. Oh my good lord. Yeah, method <laughs> acting. <laughs> the start of something. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, never guess that I love. Yep. And I've got 101 Dalmatians, oh. Disney, the original. Yeah. It's um you can't get it anymore. You can they really they re re-release it every 25 years. What? And they re- re-released it 2 years ago. Yeah. So the DVD shop here bought a copy and mm-hmm. I I hired it for like 3 months. Um and they actually said when I hired it, you have to bring this back because we can't get another copy of it. Wow. You have to wait. You can get it on Blu-ray like you can yeah. buy it, but the original um, it's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. that real old school Disney. Yeah. The music in it's amazing. It's all yeah. jazz. Um, the drawings in it are amazing. The story's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I've li- literally must have watched it a hundred times. Those it's classic so Disney good. Disney films are amazing. Yeah. The animated ones. Like I, I I read a thing recently how they um when they were making Hundred One Dalmatians and Fantasia and all that um that the the acetate that they were drawing the the cells animation cells on was so expensive for them at the time in the 30s and 40s that after they filmed 101 Dalmatians, whatever, they would take all of the frames and wash them. Oh, my God. And wash them off and, and then reuse, reuse them, them for, like, the Jungle Book or, or whatever. Yeah. So all that cinema history has literally been washed away. Wow. Yeah. Great film, though. That is such a good film. I haven't seen any of the remakes because they did one. They did. Um, yeah, they did another. They did 102 Dalmatians. <laughs> who sat around a table and went what do we call it what guys are we, what, what are we thinking? oh let's just add another one in yeah <laughs> why not um but it's not as good and the remake the real new ones are just not yeah yeah not good I, I remember really liking um lady in the tramp oh yeah all that that kind of era yeah. of disney is really good did you i remember also seeing the song of the south in the cinema oh, i've not seen that that is a is a disney disney film that I don't think any, I think it's gone now. I think it's literally been erased from existence because it was, it was kind of like Who Framed Roger Rabbit where there was part animation and part live action, but it was really, really racist. Like <laughs> really racist. Oh, it was all about like um, slaves in the Southern US and they were like um, talking to, to flying animated birds and stuff like that. Um, so it was that very kind of like Amos and Andy, yeah, like really not PC at all. No, so I remember seeing that in the cinema and being kind of, kind of weirded out they've by s- it. They've now swept it into some dusty corner. Yeah, it doesn't. They've they've disavowed any knowledge of that whatsoever. Oh anyway, okay. So, um, my you'd be surprised that I like. Um, I was I was trying I was looking at like my list of films that you know I was going through like. IMDb lists and, and Netflix lists and I, I came upon this film and I remembered oh yeah I really like this and this will probably surprise people um, it's a Heath Ledger film called 10 Things I Hate About You ah oh, I've seen it yeah I can't really remember much about it well it's it's actually it's a modern retelling of Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew ah which I, I really enjoy when they do that like um, Clueless yeah that is also I can't remember which most films are based on Shakespeare yeah, yeah. <laughs> good ones are yeah um but yeah it was like a a really cheesy high school film about you know new boy comes to school and falls in love with a girl and all this sort of stuff but i just thought it was really cleverly put together and the way that it stuck to the the shakespearean convention of it all and i just I, I remember seeing it um at the time 
and then kind of half forgetting about it and then seeing it again recently on TV or something. Is that in the early 2000s? I think so. 19th, yeah. I think so. It was very young. And it's Heath got Ledger. Julia Stiles in it. That's the yes. one. Yes. That's the one. Who used to really annoy me. Really? <laughs> huh, I liked Heath, though. Yeah. Um, another good Heath. Have you seen uh-huh. Big Hands? No. So Big Hands is probably his first film. Uh-huh. And it's also got Rose McGowan in yeah. it, who I never realized was Australian. It's yes. an Australian film. She used to go with Marilyn Manson, didn't she? Uh, no, not Rose McGowan. I'm totally lying. Rose, um, <laughs> I've totally got the wrong one. Um, I can't remember her name. Anyway, okay. it's set in Sydney. Yeah. Um, back in kind of mid nineties, uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's got Brian Brown in it. Oh yes, and of he's cocktail fame. Brilliant. Like yeah. he's the head kind of c- criminal of the town, and he's uh. got all his, all as always, stupid mob around yeah. him. Yeah. Um. And Heath gets embroiled in some job gone wrong. Ah. And it's really, really amazing. Ah, and he's really, really good so at it. But Brian Brown's hysterical. Big Hands, did you say? Big Hands. Big Hands. Yeah. He was also, uh, Heath Ledger was also really good in uh, Ned Kelly. Oh, I haven't seen that either. Yeah, that's, a, that's uh, you know, a pretty pretty tried to Australian story, but really well done and very tragic and, and quite beautiful. And um, Naomi Watts is in that. She's really ah. good in that. Ah. Yeah. And um, Orlando Bloom. Orlando. I just like saying Orlando Bloom. <laughs> maybe Orlando it's Bloom. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> okay. Um, totally underrated. Yeah. I've put, and, and I don't even know if this is true, but I, I often say this to film to people and they go, meh, not seen it. Or meh. Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ah. Uh, Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so beautiful. It's all handmade puppets. It's just so amazing. And uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox is probably one of my favorite um, Roald Dahl books. Mm -hmm. And they do a song about the three Boggis Bons and Bean, the three men who are the baddies. And the song's just so the way it should have been. Right. And it just reminds me of being at school. But it's just very clever. George Clooney, who's fantastic. Yeah. and it's a very clever ah. children's adult film. See, I, I I love Wes Anderson films, but that is the one I haven't seen. It's so good. Like is it's it? it's um, and it is one of those films that's for kids or adults. Right. There's lots of adult references in uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. Um, it's just so good, so ah. good. I have to check it out. And beautifully made. Because huh. everything is it, is it like claymation or like no? It's, it's all drawing all um kind of uh. Puppets. puppets puppets yeah and um like every little they you can watch the making of it at the end mm-hmm. and they show that every little like every little um they wanted the fur on all mm-hmm. the animals to move naturally so right. they filmed literally somebody moving fur each piece oh my of goodness. fur and filming it so it took forever wow. but they've made like they did you know they've they did explosions in it and they're all made out of cotton wool oh, but awesome. it's so lovely mm, um mm-hmm. and it's brilliant and you're just like yeah this is such a good film is it is it kind of in the same universe as like wallace and gromit like the Ardman stuff um not yeah, kind of mm-hmm. i think it's just cleverer, cleverer. it's just really ah. really clever Cool. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I think is d- is it is it tied into that very quirky Wes Anderson? Oh, sense completely. Of humor? Yeah. But there's just not the 
it's not you know some some Wes Anderson you go I love it but some of it's a bit like what yeah there's not really much of that because uh-huh, uh-huh. it follows the general thread of the story yeah um yeah. but there's just some very clever 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 stuff in it. Ah. yeah and George Clooney is just brilliant cool yeah, really good because obviously he's just a voice and he's not yeah actually in but it. you think because at first you think George Clooney but he just gets in because ah. he's but and his wife who's Meryl Streep yeah um you know, he comes across as this, like, I'm totally the man. And she yeah. goes, no, you're not. And he's like, no, I'm really, I'm not at all. <laughs> My wife is, like, the captain. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's really good. I'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, getting my list. Uh, so my underrated film, a, a very a very different film to what Fantastic Mr. Fox, that's for sure. Um, and I think it's underrated because it's a sequel. And I think many sequels get underrated just because they are sequels. Uh so I'm going to go with Aliens, Ooh. the second Alien Good film. Choice. Yeah. I think, I think, I'm sure many people have seen it. I'm sure you've seen it, Jane. It's very good. Very good. Um, so sequel to the 1979-80 Ridley Scott film with Sigourney Weaver. Um, but this time, instead of one alien running around a spaceship trying to kill a bunch of people, it's a bunch of guys and girls in a spaceship go and try and kill a bunch of aliens. Um, and it's to follow in the footsteps of such a classic film was always going to be really challenging. So they went a completely different direction and just made this amazing kick-ass action movie. And I think it's it's become the the prototype for what a modern action-adventure film should be. Yeah, very good. Yeah, very scary. Very yeah. scary. And and very, I think, kind of ahead of its time, character-wise and stuff. Because that was, you know, Sigourney Weaver was, you know, cast as this very super strong capable woman like she wasn't the damsel in distress she was out there to kick ass which i think is great very good film. now i'm gonna have to watch it yeah um another second good mm, mm-hmm. sequel yeah that i think is well we watched terminator the other night yeah which is amazing yeah terminator 2 yeah it's brilliant it's so good yeah and why on netflix have they only got one and three i don't know <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to write a strongly worded email. I, I had a similar issue about, about sequels and why isn't one on the other for Netflix. Just this afternoon, I started watching Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, my God. Mic drop. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. So ridiculously shit. It's good. <laughs> um, but Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, not on Netflix. Oh, man. And I can... Those two movies, I know all the words to both of them. Really? Yeah. I had every single Keanu Reeves film wow. he ever made. Well, this, that could be the the through line of our podcast today. It's just <laughs> Keanu Reeves films. The Matrix? Did you like The Matrix? Yeah. Um, and I only actually watched um, the whole C, C series yeah. um, a couple of months ago. Sat and watched them one after the other. Yeah. I've, I've The first one was great. The second one was pretty good. The third one was a bit weird still have no idea what's going on no I think i'm like so you know that you know where they got and i'm like nah don't i uh, know i i read a thing that he's considering or they're talking about making a fourth matrix film it was just too confusing <laughs> my small maybe, brain maybe they could just you know tidy up some loose ends but they are making a third bill and ted's oh currently. lord with the original characters yeah oh, well god. i mean alex winter who's is he, is he still alive is he bill y- or is he ted i can't remember can't remember, but I'm, I'm, he hasn't done much since then. No. So surely he's like every day phoning Keanu Reeves, like, "Hey man, want to make a movie? Let's, we should do it. We should totally do, <laughs> do Bill and Ted's Three to be awesome." Wild Stallion. I know a friend of mine. Every now and again, we'll just pull out a station. <laughs> station. Bill S. Preston Esquire, Ted Theodore Logan. 
Oh lord. Send him inside school football rules. <laughs> it just transports me back to being thirteen. Yeah. And sitting around watching those two films. Was that was Bill and Ted's before or after Wayne's World? I couldn't remember. I think it's after. Is it after? Did you were you, did you connect to Wayne's World? Um, not really. Right. No. I think I I really liked Wayne's World because it it was uh, although not a Canadian film. There's lots of can- Canadian I, stuff in there. It was in, in the ether of yeah. my world, but it never it wasn't really in there. Mm. No. It's funny how. Yeah, it was weird. It was like Beavis and Butthead, though. It just annoyed me. Yeah. And people used to stay up all night watching it, and I'm like, don't get it. No, I didn't. I didn't really. Didn't, didn't no. do it for me at all. Didn't resonate. No, didn't didn't connect <laughs> with that. All um, right, what's next? The last question was uh, a film that changed my life, which I really, really stumped me. Yeah. Because I wanted to come up with something really deep. I know. And originally, the first film I thought of, which is not going to be the one that I choose, was Schindler's List. Like, mm-hmm. I, I literally wept. Mm-hmm. And it, it to- I couldn't speak afterwards. I, yeah. I saw it when I was young because it yeah. came out when I was probably at school. Yeah. And it completely, like, I'd never, it, that whole it, part of history was never in my world. You know, I was wandering along in my teenage years. Yeah. Life's pretty good. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, bam. where did the Holocaust come from? Like, yeah. what? Why yeah. has nobody told me about this before? Yeah. So it kind of knocked me out. But my film that I'll choose and it's not deep and meaningful but um is jaws it mm. I, it's on my top five um yeah. it reminds me of my dad because we watched it so much mm-hmm. i've seen it a million times um it had uh the first what's it when they do is it the rat reboot when oh they pull away first time they used it yeah uh, a dolly zoom so he sat roy schneider is sat on the beach and it goes yeah. and it pulls back and it's amazing and he and you just go whoa what was that yeah. and it's the first time they used it and um I was in love with um, Richard Dreyfus. Yes, name completely went yep. out of my. He's apparently not a very nice man oh, in real life. Um, uh, Richard, I if you're on the, if you're listening, yeah, yeah, Rich, give us a call. Give us a call. Redeem yourself. Yeah. Um, it was just awesome and yeah. scary as, yeah. and um, I loved it. And I just every time I watch it, just reminds me of watching it on a Sunday with yeah. my dad. And my dad just loves it. It's yeah. It's and it. To me, it's it's an all time classic as well. It's it's on my top five or ten list as well. And I think from, you know, there's so many. It's an amazing story. It's an amazingly simple story. Yeah. Like it's not trying to be overly complicated. Because no. if you think about the story of it, it's really, really basic. But if you watch it again as an adult, there's a scene in there where they're all, you know, they're quite drunk and they start singing. Yeah. And the other guy, um, and I've forgotten everyone's names in it. Yeah. Um, the captain yeah he talks about the um boat that he was on when he and everyone got eaten. yeah y- you don't totally don't realize what that story is about until you're older and yeah. i actually read the book that he that describes when yeah. all the men went to sea and none of them came back yeah and it is the most terrifying book yeah of history yeah ever so there's loads of little other stories in that film that you don't realize till you're yeah. older that you go oh my god he's talking about that part of history yeah and it's 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 there's so much to it and there's so much to me it's the best example ever of any film i can think of where the the challenges of making it actually made the film better because the reason why the shark is hardly in it is because the shark didn't work like they they had this like mechanical shark that looked stupid and it was fake yeah and they and they just couldn't have it in the film so they edited around it and it actually made it so much scarier because yeah. you don't ever yeah. actually see this shark and still gives me the shivers when i go in the water yeah because you still go <laughs> yeah oh it's amazing <laughs> they, they did a they did a thing as well um 
they uh to get to make the shark look massive compared to when Richard Dreyfus is in like the cage in the water they filmed it in Australia and they uh they got like midgets to go into a little tiny shark cage and then they had like normal size sharks go past them uh, but it ch- it messed with the scale uh, so you thought oh my god this shark's massive. like 50 feet long but it's just you know like the little guy from Game of Thrones yeah. in a cage <laughs> who's in every film in he the is, world. He's, yeah. um yeah interesting because that that was your you know film that changed your life yeah the film that changed my life is actually quite closely related to that film as i was i was i was planning on going something really deep and hipster and introspective and you know some french film that no one's ever heard of but then i i really thought about like what if i could pick one film that really changed everything for me that would have to be raiders of the lost ark ah yeah it's terrifying yeah yeah it's and it 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 holds up so well. It really does. It was on TV the other night, and I flipped past it and just picked it up about three quarters of the way through, and instantly I was right back in it. Yeah. And I've I've I could literally recite that whole film. I've seen it so many times, and it's just it it just transports you away in this amazing kind of uh, to this amazing place, and it's just done so so well. Are they doing any more of those? They talk of. There's talk of, which scares me because the the last one the crystal skull i've not seen it don't see it no don't see it it i saw it and i was just i wept <laughs> why did you why make this? why are you doing this why are you doing this um actually if you're gonna see don't see that but see there's another film it's a documentary and also on netflix right now and it's about these kids who remade raiders of the lost ark shot for shot they started it in the 80s when it came out and it would take them all summer and they'd finish like half the film and then the next summer they'd pick up again so over the course of, of making this film, the actors actually grew up because they were little kids. So, you know, you get to see Indiana Jones grow oh up over the God. course of the film. And they recreated every every shot of it exactly as it was on the screen. And where can we find this? It is on Netflix. Oh, my goodness. And it's it's amazing because it's like they, they you know, there's the, the, the big barroom fight in Raiders and the whole building catches on fire. Well, they filmed that in their basement and just lit their parents' basement <laughs> on fire. <laughs> And just, you know, they'd go running around in, like, off-shop clothes and have a fight. Then they'd cut the scene. Then they'd get the fire extinguisher out and try and put their parents' house from on fire. Awesome. And so they made, a d- they, they made the oh, film. Oh, not awesome. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> burn the house down. in fire. Um, so they, they, they made the film. And the one scene that they couldn't film was the flying wing. You know, the big yes. fight by the plane. So they decided 20 years later let's do this let's actually make the flying wing so that as adults they go and finish the film oh i need to find that yeah yeah it's um i can't remember what it's called but you'll find it on on netflix oh my goodness absolutely great so last off bonus round oh here we go two two films right now that people need to just go and rent uh people need to go and rent um there's one film that i was going to try and include on my list um but i i didn't didn't have space for it and it's a film called hardcore logo Never heard of Never it. Never heard of I'm it. Ri- I'm writing it down. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a Canadian film about a rock band, a punk rock band. It's a fictional film about they're all sort of 40, done pretty much retired from music, and they decide to do one more tour across Canada to uh, to try and see if they'll they'll actually make, make it. it. Um, and it sounds kind of spinal taffy, but it's much more serious and dark. And it's, it, it's a really... A really interesting, I'd say, coming of age film. But most of the time, we talk about coming of age films is like teenager to adult. This is like adult to grown up. 
So it's it's a very well done film. So called Hardcore Logo. You might struggle to find it, but I'm sure it's online somewhere. Okay. One yeah. more. Oh, you go. You choose one. Uh, high Fidelity. Oh. I love it. it uh, it's a, oh yeah, everyone loves it, but I, I love it. It's so good and it's probably what the best representation of a relationship out there. Like mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you have this fantasy about your partner and then the fantasy disappears and then you look yeah. for another fantasy. Yeah. But that fantasy always becomes the non-fantasy eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, th- and if you don't understand what I'm talking about, I mean, your new girlfriend is all clean and cozy and lovely, but eventually she or he has old pants that you see <laughs> hanging up. Yeah. And then people have affairs because they're looking for the fantasy, but yeah. that fantasy still has old pants yeah. that they hang yeah. up somewhere. Oh, it's, it's a great so film. good, great and the book. music's amazing yeah. too. Great book too, and it's got Jack Black in it. Yeah, yeah. Who's um, who has my favorite fake band names ever in that book? Like, was it Kathleen Turner Overdrive? <laughs> uh, no, that's a, that's a great one. Um, okay, my second. Go see it right now if you haven't seen it. Um, you know, I was almost gonna say this as the one that changed my life. Um, but and it's actually relatively recent, which is Inception. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's one of those films where. As soon as I finished watching it in the cinema, I literally wanted to go out and watch it again. It's quite long, eh? It is quite long. But it's good. Yeah. Very good. Very, And it's, it's very, very clever and very, very well thought. Yeah. Well thought through. Christopher Nolan is probably my favorite filmmaker. Yeah. Um, uh, if you've already seen Inception, you're going, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Make sure you see Memento. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Guy Pearce. Yeah. So good. Brilliant film. <laughs> Brilliant film. <laughs> we so could be here all day. We could be. We could be. Yeah. Both those films are great. Um, I'll, so, I'll tell one story about um, Memento or Inception. Um, that big sound that's everywhere yeah. is actually because oh, what's what's the name of the French singer who sings the song in that film? People are yelling at their stereo right now as I'm saying this. Um, but there's a song they listen to which brings them out of being asleep. Yeah. Um, and that sound is that song slowed down to like one thirtieth speed. What you know stuff. I know stupid stuff. I'm not really sure of my own phone number, but I know that. Okay, Jane, what's, what's your... Um, my last one is real deep. It's Nacho Libre. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nacho. J- Jack Black, I've seen it a million times. If you're having a bad day, yeah. put that film on. Yeah. And it's the most stupid, lovely, hilarious yeah. film ever it's so amazing and my i gave it to my sister to watch and she went oh and watched it like i was literally peter pants it is so good <laughs> it's so stupid and so amazing and he's so stupid in it it's it's just <laughs> it's just brilliant it's so over the top like it just i just have you know just close your eyes and imagine him doing deep <laughs> lunges in children's <laughs> pants that's so weird I, yeah that sounds really weird if you haven't seen that makes sense <laughs> but it's amazing and just so wonderful so go and see it yeah i'm just laughing about it now yeah Ghost, we want to show some toast he's got Dost the worst Dost. accent <laughs> i need to borrow some stretchy pants <laughs> i love it it's on my top five yeah it's it's great it's great I, we, sh- we should we should have mark the hooligan Hooligan ah, Marcus yeah. Cool and talk about his we should. his favorite yeah uh, whether whether Nacho Libre he's a luchador a luchador yeah he's our our local professional wrestler yes for those of you outside of the Queenstown yeah, metropolitan yeah. area go yes go rent yes Nacho Libre it's amazing so good um same guys did House of Rock or School of Rock School of Rock yeah yeah which is another good one which is also good also fun cool awesome right well, we've talked about some movies we have yeah gonna go and watch some movies now yeah we should. <laughs> So, 
as always, if you completely disagree with what we have to say, <laughs> let us know. We don't care. <laughs> we care. We do. We d- well, not a lot. But <laughs> a little Just bit. a little bit. I'm, we're d- of course, going to disagree with everything. But, uh, but yeah, you know, let us know what movies you like, didn't like, what you think we should see. Yeah. All that stuff. Love it. And, of course, you know, if you want us to talk about other stuff or want to talk to us. Come join us. Come join us. We can pull up another chair. And, uh. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Oh, hold on. I got to get the... <laughs> time time for the... So professional. The theme tune is, is different. It goes the other way, so... Or the exit theme tune. Goodbye. Goodbye.